Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Get Well With Me podcast. I'm your host, Adrienne from AdrienneHart.com. Our philosophy here is excellence, not perfection. Together, we explore the benefits of aligning our inner mind with our wellness goals and embrace the idea that happiness is homemade and our life is only as good as our mindset. As a wellness leader, I aim to inspire, uplift, and empower you on your own unique wellness journey. Please subscribe to this channel on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, YouTube, or wherever you like to listen. So let's get into the episode. Hello, my friends. It's Adrienne from AdrienneHeart.com. And today I am so thankful that I have the confidence to share with you my secret to my super metabolism. I've wanted to share it with the world for many years, even before I got healthy, uh, because it's always been in my mind. It's always been about the way that I see myself literally in my mind's eye and then that just reflects outside. So um, I noticed that when I don't feel good about myself, what I see in the mirror, I don't like as much as when I am feeling good about myself. So I've made a lot of connections through the years, and um, this isn't something that I've recently come to a conclusion on or something that I feel entitled to talk about now that I'm in my late 30s. Um, This is something that I feel... Maybe it was passed down to me from my mother. I'm not sure. My mom, she's she's pretty unique. And when I was a kid growing up, I never remember her standing in the mirror and saying that she was fat. I never once saw her eat something and say, oh, that's just going to go to my thighs. Never once. I never once watched my mom go on a diet, ever. Like zero times did my mother go on a diet. And my mom ranged in size from, I'd say, I mean, she had five children, including myself, during the time, you know, that I was growing up. So I watched her body weight change a lot. And she's, she was not your like typical lady, like she's not into like makeup and hairdos and outfits, you know, and I don't know where I came from because I immediately wanted, you know, makeup and jewelry and outfits and dresses and stuff. So um, it was just in me to be that way. But she did not instill any negative self-talk into my mind at a young age. Um, Whatever we ate, we just, we ate because we were hungry. We stopped eating when we weren't. Um, Soda was not a thing that was really purchased um, unless it was like a pizza party night or something like that. And then, you know, one, two liter of soda and seven people later, everybody just gets a little cup. So it wasn't a big deal. Um, The way that we managed food was that we had to manage food. There were so many of us. So it wasn't like we could just binge out on a whole box of fruit roll ups. I mean, 
you know, there's a pack. There's what, seven in a pack. Everybody got one or two. Um, We had to ask to get a snack. So I feel like we were intentional about food, um, but we didn't have an obsession on it. We were not allowed to eat in front of the television, like I'd say most of the time. I'm not saying we never made, you know, a bowl of family popcorn or something for some TGIF if, you know, you're a, if you grew up in the 90s, you know about TGIF. It was, it was the one night of the week that the whole family sat in the living room and watched the TV together and enjoyed a series of four 30-minute sitcoms. Uh, so they that might have been the special night that maybe we'd have a little snack in front of the TV. But um, we just simply had really basic practices. And there was just no emphasis on, I'm gaining weight. Do I look big in this? You know, what does my butt look like in this? Um, going on Weight Watchers. I mean, things that I saw other families kind of struggle through. So I never had this perception that weight was a struggle. And when my mom had a baby, she gained a whole bunch of weight and then like it would just come off, you know, at some point. And to this day, she maintains a healthy weight. We did not have a big emphasis on eating well in our home. Um, You know, raising a large family, it was like my parents were just like putting food on the table. Um, We were kind of standard American diet, lots of meat, lots of dairy, lots of, you know, stuff that I would consider to be junk today. Um, But I look back and I don't fault my parents for feeding their family and just I realized that they were doing the best that they could. And where they really did shine was not putting an overemphasis on food. And not and certainly there was no body shaming in our home. Like it, I don't want to say that that never happened. I sometimes as siblings, we would pick on each other. I and we'll admit to picking on my brother, you know, for I used to tease him about lounging on the couch or, you know, having to shop for the husky pants or whatever. But that was, you know, hopefully I didn't leave a, a negative mark on on my brother because I love him dearly. So I don't want to say that our house was completely free of body shaming, but it wasn't something that we saw in our mom. It wasn't something that we saw in our dad. And um, our childhood was very far from perfect, but it was really good. I mean, you could only hope that kids could kind of have that free, that free life where it's not scary to go outside and you don't have to be afraid of, you know, not wearing a mask or whatever. So I just felt like there was a lot of freedom to use our imagination and to have fun. And eating was just something we did along the way. Uh, We looked forward to like taco night or sloppy joe night, meatloaf night. There was a whole lot of ground beef going on. Um, But where I'm going with this is that I was really blessed to grow up in a household where my parents did not body shame. They did not body shame their kids. Um, even myself, I was very delayed in my adolescence. I was very short. Um, when I was in eighth grade, I was only four nine, and I had these humongous feet, size ten feet. And when all my friends, they told me I needed, you know, hormone therapy or something to jumpstart things. And my mom and dad said look at your feet. 
you're going to grow. Just give it time. And they just always believed that we were perfect the way that we were and that things would work themselves out. And you know what? They were right. We were perfect the way we were and things did work themselves out. So I don't remember ever looking in the mirror and having a lot of self-loathing, but I certainly remember getting dressed in in the morning before school and looking in the mirror and thinking that my clothes weren't good enough, that the brand wasn't good enough, that I wore that outfit too recently. There was a whole lot of um, stigma on like, you couldn't wear the same thing twice in a week. You know, you would really get called out for that. Um, if you were wearing the James Way brand instead of like the surf shop brand, it was very uncool. So I struggled with a lot of those things. But at no point did I ever consider my body to be overweight or underweight. And I don't comment on people's weights either. I, I noticed that, um, my parents don't do that. I've never seen my mom be like, you look so great. What are you doing? Well, you know, what diet are you on ever? Like, it's just something that we don't have an emphasis on. So I'm going to read you this blog post. It's not super long, but I just wanted to preface it with where I'm coming from and how I may be unique in the fact that I was raised without this heaviness and and all of these preconceived notions and i wasn't labeled as fat or skinny you know i i just that was not a part of my awareness and it has served me so well so well so i'm going to go ahead and read you this post and i hope that you can glean some um wisdom from it here we go what's my secret to super metabolism Have you considered the prospect that we are experiencing a 3D printout of our thoughts? Hold on to that concept for a moment. You might want to sit down for this. We outwardly express the way we see ourselves in our own minds. Would things be different if we were vigilant and intentional about thinking of ourselves as being a healthy weight? Something that has worked for me and could be helpful for you is seeing the healthy number every morning when I wake up. I have a 15-year-old index card with my ideal weight on it. (laughs) It's old, it's tattered, and the card sits upon my dresser. I see it every morning, and it causes my mind to accept that as my normal I hover around that number, and I never allow it to go 10 pounds out of range. I give myself grace. I give myself grace to move naturally around that magic number. It's normal and natural to weigh a little more or a little less throughout an average month. I never obsess about my weight because what we focus on grows. Now that's worth repeating and pondering. What we focus on grows. I am firmly fixed in the belief that a healthy body will naturally arrive at a healthy weight. I have a happy relationship with food, knowing that food is medicine, and I convert nutrients and sugars into the energy that allows me to live out my purpose each day. I like to choose a few items that train my mind to think of myself as lean and attractive. For example, we know that spicy herbs will increase metabolism through thermogenesis. When I add a little hot sauce to my plate, I believe it will burn more calories more efficiently. Our beliefs become our reality. I almost always think to myself, 
how the hot sauce is burning up any extra calories, and how the heat purifies my body. Although hot sauce and spices top the list of my favorite healthy condiments, they aren't what I consider to be my secret weapon. If you haven't figured out my secret weapon yet, I will come right out and tell you. My secret weapon is my mind. I meditate on the way that I want to be, and I take action to step into that identity. An example of harnessing the power of my own mind to affect my physical nature is this, meditation in action. Simply drinking tea has become a daily activity that keeps me slender. For you, it might be sipping lemon water or juicing vegetables, but keeping my mind free from the fear of gaining weight is essential. Taking a natural and habitual daily action assures my mind that I am healthy and maintain a healthy weight. I have a special tea that I love so much, I buy it in bulk. With every sip, I feel slender and energized. I know that maintaining a healthy weight reduces the risk of all types of cancer and lifestyle diseases. Being light on my feet protects my knees, hips, and other precious body parts from wearing out prematurely. With every sip, I consciously or unconsciously affirm that I shield my body from cancer while simultaneously ensuring my natural weight. Every unbleached tea bag contains a gorgeous blend of herbs and spices, enhancing the green tea and matcha. So many brands come and go, but the Republic of Tea, it's been around since before I was married, so I've been drinking it for over 20 years. My love for the Republic of Tea was rekindled last year when my husband purchased a tea subscription for his mom's birthday, and she was kind enough to set aside a few sachets for me to sample. After one cup of the lean green, I immediately ordered it, and I have not stopped drinking it since. After burning through a few expensive canisters, I realized I could buy it in bulk, so I cut the price in half, and I ditched my fear of running out. So why green tea? Uh, it's been proven in several studies that the polyphenol, I can't say it. It's like catechin, epigallicin, we're going to call it EGCG. It's been, it's been shown to reduce tumors and some types of cancer. If you'd like a peek at what Sloan Kettering has to say about it, you can check that out here. And there's a link to their article. Um, the... When I don't feel like setting up the coffee pot or even waiting for it to brew, then I'll go ahead and just have a cup of tea. So sometimes I get a head start there. <laughs> uh, if you want more information on the EGCG, I've linked up a podcast episode to stephencabral.com. So you can check that out there. Why organic? One more reason to feel good about this tea is that not only does it come from a reputable brand, but it's organic. So it matters to me that something I consider to be a defense against cancer, cancer <laughs> cannot be laden with harmful pesticides. Does it suppress appetite? This tea is effective at suppressing appetite. I fill my Yeti mug before I head to the office. I sip it throughout the day. My Yeti keeps it warm, and before I even notice the urge to snack, my tea is filling my belly. I make another cup in the afternoon on most days and often even one when I get home. And this prevents me from cracking open a bottle of wine. Just think of all the calories that I've saved there. Sometimes we just feel like we need something 
to make us feel better. Maybe it's like a pacifier or a security blanket. Oh, wait, that's baby talk. Sometimes it's a glass of wine, a new handbag, or a pair of shoes. (laughs) The idea is that we are grown-ups now, and we can choose our own self-soothing techniques. We get to choose whether they're harmful or helpful. There is a time and a place for everything. Excellence, not perfection. Tea is only a suggestion, and it's one that can be adopted no matter what your budget or circumstance might be. Aside from naturally occurring caffeine, how else does green tea work to suppress appetite and increase metabolism? Well, it has a synergistic blend of super herbs. Um, This one in particular, Garcinia cambogia, well known as an appetite suppressant and a fat blocker. Cinnamon not only adds a thermogenic effect, but it also gives it like a warm and comforting feel, something uh, like a warm fire on a snowy day. I like to add a splash of coconut milk. You may add honey, maple syrup, nothing at all. Make it your own. Maybe even get yourself a new mug to celebrate and solidify your new habit. To recap, how can you implement the power of your mind to obtain and maintain your healthy weight? Simply create or adopt an affirmation and attach it to an action or an object. So in this example, the affirmation is my body is healthy and naturally maintains my healthy weight. I am thankful that drinking this cup of tea protects me from cancer. I am thankful this cup of tea promotes my wellness and balance. I see myself slender and radiant with each sip. So my action is simply drinking the lean green tea. The power affirmative thoughts are anchored by the daily habit of drinking the tea. And you can use a different uh, different anchor or different affirmative thoughts. Notice that you may have anchors and thoughts now that are no longer serving you well. I'm going to repeat that. Notice you may have anchors and thoughts now that are no longer serving you well. You can apply this concept with your own affirmations and your own meditation in action. Putting something similar in place will help you to feel safe. It can help you to feel free from the fear of your weight and health getting away from you. Here are some additional affirmations you can use to help you see yourself as healthy and trim. I am free to be healthy and slender now. I release all weight that is not healthy for me now. I am fully and freely released from holding on to weight that does not belong to me. I am free to be healthy and happy now. My cup overflows with joy divine wellness. I am happy and harmonious, releasing all toxins that do not belong to me. I give thanks for my permanent healthy physique. My healthy weight now comes to be. I am at peace with myself and my body. I no longer believe losing weight is a struggle. I believe it is natural and automatic. My body deserves the most healing foods I give my body what it deserves. I am thankful my body has brought me this far, and now I show gratitude by giving it the love and care it deserves. One more way we can utilize the power of our minds to affect outward change is with visualization. Visualization is the way in which Olympic athletes train They know that seeing themselves achieve their optimal potential is just as important as physically living it out. 
How about the picture of yourself that really looks good? You know the one. It doesn't matter how old that picture is. It's a picture of you. It's a picture of what's possible. See yourself that way. Close your eyes and imagine standing in front of the mirror. And that is what you see. You see that slim, bright, beautiful, smiling version of yourself that you've seen in that picture. Place the picture somewhere that you can't miss it. Perhaps keep it in your sock drawer or on your calendar. If the picture's too much for you, write down the number as a statement. Perhaps use a Sharpie or a bold marker. Use your own unique handwriting and think of it as an order to your subconscious. Resolve to never feel discouraged and to know that your mind has taken this as an order. All your mental and physical systems will work together harmoniously to move you closer and closer to your healthy weight. Resolve to never fret about a few pounds, always giving yourself the grace to adjust your environment and natural body rhythms. Resolve to love your body and consider thanking it verbally for being of service. Thank it for not giving up on you. Thank it for taking repeated abuse and never giving up. We stay up too late, we work too much, we stress out too much, we dehydrate, overindulge, and then we expect it to just clean up the mess without complaining. Do something nice for your body. Wake up and super hydrate. Say what's up to your liver and down a glass of lemon water. Say hello to your immune system with some zinc or vitamin C. Visit your homemade spa with an extra long hot shower, relaxing music, and essential oils. Activate the rest and relax part of your nervous system. Give yourself a break from any food or beverage that takes more than it gives. Make healthy food and beverages choices as a form of self-respect and self-love. The secret weapon to super metabolism, it isn't just the tea. It's believing in my body's ability to heal, restoring me from the inside. The tea is the physical mechanism and the mental anchor, activating my mind, killing off old destructive mental programs while drinking down new healing thoughts. Become a tea connoisseur and discover your own or give mine a try. I've linked to it here. If all of this healthy talk, visualization, tea drinking, if that's too much for you, just throw it all out the window. Do you believe you can let go of the weight that doesn't belong to you anymore? Do you believe you can let go of the weight that doesn't belong to you anymore? When the answer is yes, you are on your way. I don't dismiss the physical and mental roadblocks that are standing between you and your healthy weight. I only want to encourage you to see them through a new lens. When you have somewhere to be and you see a road close sign, do you turn around and go home? Please accept this virtual hug from me. Please remember to speak kindly to yourself like you would to a friend needing to be uplifted. I implore you to give yourself all the grace you need to fall down and get back up a million times. Please share my mantra with me. Excellence, not perfection. I love you no matter what you eat. You can say that to yourself. I love you no matter what you eat. I don't write this post to imply that I always feel good about myself. As a matter of fact, 
been sitting on this post for a few months now. It says weeks, but it's been months. Afraid to hit publish because I wasn't sure if you'd be able to feel it coming from my heart. But at this moment, something is telling me that this insight will allow you to take a detour or find your way around that road close sign. You, you'll be able to see that nothing will stop you from letting go of the weight that no longer belongs to you. Here are some action steps. Remove the three-letter F word from your vocabulary entirely. I'm so, and instead of the F word, pick one of the following. I'm so alive, vibrant, motivated, radiant, energized, slender. So there is a rut in our minds and a common uh, statement of self-talk is I'm so, and I don't want to say the F-A-T, but when you can basically repurpose that mental track by just inserting a different word. You don't have to change the I'm so. You just change the final word. Just kind of trick yourself into thinking (laughs) in a more healthy way. So I'm so alive. I'm so slender. I'm so fit. Uh, But pick one and put it after I'm so. So when you look in the mirror and that starts to well up inside of you, that you'll be able to take it somewhere positive. Um, Action step number two, post an index card or a sticky note with your healthy number in bold ink. Place it somewhere that you can't miss it and that you'll see it first thing in the morning. And um, anchor action. So find an anchor for yourself. You can either use one that you already are doing every day, like maybe you do drink lemon water in the morning or when you have your morning coffee, You can say, this coffee, it's giving me extra energy. It has antioxidants. It's caffeine is known to boost metabolism. So don't overdo it with the coffee. Um, um, (laughs) uh, If you increase your stress response too much, it will work against you. So, um, but basically choose an anchor and then attach these healthy thoughts to it. All right, next one is... Um, visualize yourself at your healthy weight. Suggestion, use an old picture from a time that you looked and felt your best. Finally, compare yourself and your results to no one. I don't have to tell you that no one else has your body, your emotions, your experience, your genetics, your habits, and on and on. So compare yourself and your results to no one. I am linking up a brief recording with some affirmations for healing and good health. You can listen um, you can listen to them until they are written on your heart and your mind. Hearing from you means the world to me. If you feel that I'm missing something here, please reach out and share your thoughts. If you would like me to publish affirmations or guided meditation for letting go of weight that no longer belongs to you, just say the word. Let me know on Facebook, Instagram, or shoot me an email at age at adrianhart.com. And if you want to learn more about working with me directly, there is a link there to my website to the about page. Until next time, much love. Before I go, I just want to say thank you for spending your time with me. 
As we change into a healthier version of ourselves, we can feel a sense of loss, loss of our old identity and fear that the people we surround ourselves with will reject us for changing. It can feel lonely and frustrating like no one understands. When I started getting healthy, I wasn't getting much support from friends and family, so I started looking online. I came across so many radical, all-or-nothing approaches. I felt judged, alone, and even ashamed. If you can relate to this overwhelm, and you like the idea of striving for excellence, not perfection, then you have found a safe place with this podcast. If this message speaks to you, and you feel it could encourage someone you know, please share it with them. Remember to hit subscribe, and until next time, be well, because living healthy doesn't have to be hard, and we don't have to do it alone. I'll see you on the next one. In the meantime, shine brightly.